Welcome everyone to the Adventures Podcast, where we talk Marvel, DC, Star Wars, and more. I'm your host, Torrent, and with me is my co-host, Peyton. Yo. We have a great show for everyone this week. We're talking about the best and worst of 2023 in the news of the week. We time codes in the description or the show notes if you want to jump around. With that, here's Peyton with the news. Uh, starting off with some podcast news. Uh, first of all, we hit 100 subscribers on YouTube. Whoop, whoop. Hip, hip, hooray. Real, 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 real. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, everyone, for that. And also, uh, this will be the last podcast of the year. So we're going to go on a little break for Crema, and then we're going to be back in the new year. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be taking a couple weeks off, but we'll be back with more content, getting real close, inching to that 100-episode mark. So, you know be here for that when that comes around but you know we got uh some real news <laughs> uh this is some dc news this is according to daniel rpk supergirl will appear in superman legacy and they are currently casting the role sasha kaye will not reprise her role as the character understandable it is very, understandable very uh, understandable i really like sasha kaye in the role I was really hoping that she'd, uh, that, that, you know, they bring her back for, uh, the solo Supergirl movie, but considering they seem to just want to just leave the DCEU behind nearly completely, I, I mean, I can't blame them for this. I can't blame them for this at all. Like it sucks. It's a loss, but it is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I I I saw that, and I'm excited for Supergirl. Um, I want to see how she is, but yeah, I I think Sasha was was pretty good in the Super Supergirl role that we got. But I'm all for a new Supergirl. I just honest. I just find it funny that James Gunn was like, "It's the best thing you'll ever see." The, the Flash is amazing, and then <laughs> when it comes time no. to do it, Supergirl, he's like, you know what? <laughs> Dude, no, no, he, he yeah, I, I know like what James Gunn was feeling when he wrote that. He was like just like he was cringing right next week, bro. He was like, dude, like, like I gotta do it. I don't want to do it, but it's I got it. Job security. Yeah. Uh, this is according to Deadline. Sean Gunn has been cast as Maxwell Lord in James Gunn's DCU. He will be referenced in the background of Superman Legacy, but will appear in future DC projects. Now, if anyone is listening and they're like, who the hell is Maxwell Lord? If you've seen Wonder Woman 1984, it's who it's the character Pedro Pascal played. And, uh, you know, anytime someone even close to James Gunn gets cast, the, the whole world crumbles and people are like oh my god nepotism as if every other director doesn't do the same thing <laughs> they're like oh who's his wife gonna play now oh they got his brother in here oh like calm down yeah, and i don't and i don't get why people are acting like as if like he hasn't been doing this for like a decade yeah and you got you now you have snyder fans like acting as if they liked Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> or like Wonder Woman 1984 was some fantastic movie or whatever. It's like, yeah, it was Pedro Pascal, but like, and he, and at least in my opinion, he was the best part of that movie. But to just bring that character there, that, that version of the character over, it, it doesn't make any sense. And people are just sort of assuming that like, I, I, cause Maxwell Lord is a relatively obscure character comic character and i think people are taking what they saw from pedro pascal and they're like well sean gunn is gonna suck at that 
It's a completely different character, to be honest. <laughs> it's not uh, Maxwell Lord is not necessarily like Pedro Pascal's version. He's a lot more. Uh, he's a lot more in the gray. Uh, but I, it it'll be fine. But uh, Sean Gunn's going to be playing Maxwell Lord, and he's he's still Weasel, so he's going to be playing two characters. But it's like it's no different than than when he was uh, both Craglin and Rocket. So yeah. The, the the whole the whole discord it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't people are just angry to be angry uh, some marvel news uh i was going to talk about some uh deadpool 3 news but then i i realized that it was it's probably a, a bit of a spoiler and good thing i took it out because brian reynolds was all like hey hey don't you know there's set photos and stuff going around hey maybe don't <laughs> maybe don't share it and then uh in Ryan Reynolds fashion, he posted some photoshopped uh, set photos of like Mickey Mouse on set and shit. And they're like, man, it would be he was like, man, it would be a shame if people started sharing these around and, you know, putting hashtag Deadpool leaks to flood the algorithm. So all the actual leaks get buried. Uh, I love Ryan Reynolds. He's fantastic. But just be careful yeah. for spoilers because they they clearly uh do want to shoot this stuff outside and in practical environments rather than on a green screen or in the volume which you know good so it it, it sucks but the, this kind of set photo taking is kind of par for the course and and a lot of people are saying like this is probably why they even started shooting shit inside in the first place <laughs> especially yeah. with marvel because they're so secretive and it's like i can't uh, yeah that that would make sense but this is according to Deadline. The writer's room for the live-action Silk series will continue in January. We talked about, I think it was last week, how uh, because of the writer's strike and stuff like that, it sort of halted production on a lot of things. And Amazon, was, I think, was playing hardball with the writer's room for Silk. But it looks like they've gotten stuff resolved, and the Silk series will continue uh, production in January. So that's, that's really, really exciting. This is also according to Deadline. The Spider-Man Noir series is moving forward with Steve Lightfoot, who was the show runner for the Punisher as co-showrunner alongside Oren Uziel, who who wrote uh, 22 Jump Street. So pretty exciting. Spider-Man Noir series. We're going to get a Spider-Man Noir series and a Silk series. Yeah, but I heard that Spider-Man Noir isn't going to be like Peter Parker. It's going to be someone else. So I think that's going to be pretty bad. Oh, <laughs> if it's not comic accurate. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, what, I mean, like, why, why, why would you make a Spider-Man Noir series if Noir is not even Peter Parker. I, mean, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not liking it, bro. I don't want to see it. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I have seen those as well, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do with Silk, because, you know, there's not really much Silk content. We all know Silk for that one thing, so. Yeah, that one thing. Yeah. If you know, you know. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, this is exciting. Uh, the fact that we're actually getting, you know, spider related characters and Sony seems like Sony really just needs to start giving their stuff to other people. Like when, when they gave Spider-Man to the MCU, we got great shit. When they gave Spider-Man to their animation team, we got incredible shit where, where they're giving their stuff to Amazon. It seems obviously we don't know yet, but at least we're not getting fucking Morbius. <laughs> you know what I mean? When Sony does stuff in house, they just do not know what the fuck to do. Uh, because people can't we 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 shall forget that the boys is sony produced by amazon so like 
giving it to other people is just the way to go for Sony because they don't they do not know what they're doing, <laughs> but other people do. So they they I was gonna say hopefully they learn, but they won't. They, they'll never learn. <laughs> uh, but Bethesda and Arcane are working on a Blade game. It was revealed at the Game Awards. Uh, Bethesda is publishing it. Arcane is the developers behind Deathloop and the Dishonored series. And now they're making a Blade game. It's going to be a third-person action adventure set in Paris. It sounds awesome. Marvel seems to just be going full force into the gaming department after the success of uh, Spider-Man 2018. And... We got a lot of we got a lot of games on the horizon, you know, outside of, you know, the Spider-Man sequel uh, that hopefully comes sooner rather than later. Uh, <laughs> Spider-Man sequel, a Blade game. We're getting the Wolverine game. We're getting a we're getting an Iron Man game. We're getting like two different Black Panther games with Captain America is in one of them. Like we're 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 eating good as as Marvel fans of the gaming scene. At least uh, it seems that way. So super, super exciting. But uh, do you have any thoughts on that, or is that the news of the week? I have no thoughts about it. I'm just, I'm just excited all to see. Right. What they, what they do all right, then that means it's time to move on to our topic, which is, of course, the best and worst movies and TV shows of 2023. Torn, start us off, please. So, I, I, I wish I had some more movies. To be honest, I wish I had some more, more movies. Of course, first one, it's going to be Oppenheimer, obviously. Um. Great, great everything. The movie shows absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, even when it felt like three hours, it's still one of the shortest movies I've seen this year. Um, great score, great acting. I love the use of practical effects. Um, and like a little bit of, the, of that CGI. And it's just overall, it was a great, it was a blast seeing it in theaters. I, I loved it. I loved it as well. Yes. Yeah, that was a that was a fantastic time. Oppenheimer was incredible. I've seen the movie twice now, and it's it's just as good the second time. It it still flies by just as much. Oh, it's so good. The the just it it, it looks gorgeous. It, the story is told beautifully. The pacing's phenomenal. Again, like you said, for a three hour film, it does not feel like that. And just uh, anyone that knows the history behind it, it takes some liberties here and there, but generally uh, it's pretty accurate to the real thing. They also even subtly acknowledge certain uh, historical events that historians argue about. Just super, super cool shit uh, if if you're a fan of history and and especially that era. Uh, It's it, it, it was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, for me, one of the one of the better movies I saw. Technically, it's a documentary, but uh, uh, still a Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, it was a documentary, you know, about Michael J. Fox. It, it was sort of uh, this came out. I think this came out in like 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 or early in the year, like February, March, April, something somewhere around there. <laughs> Maybe it was January. Still, uh, it was it was. No pun intended. Jesus. Um, it was a fantastic documentary uh, chronicling uh, uh, Michael J. Fox's uh, rise as a star and then getting his diagnosis of Parkinson's. And it was really difficult because Michael J. Fox is, is one of my favorite actors of all time. He's just brilliant. And 
it's it was difficult for me to see him like that because his Parkinson's has has you know as it's progressed Parkinson's is it's one of those diseases that just gets worse and worse and although apparently there have been some strides made in that area I saw an interview with him recently and he was looking really good uh so that's that's awesome he he could have just been having a good day cuz that does happen but if 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 that trend keeps going on with that disease, that's that's truly incredible because Parkinson's is one of those things. That it does not have a cure. It, it barely has any treatments. It it really really sucks. Um. So yeah, everything about this documentary made me really emotional. The fact that he has Parkinson's 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 in the first place. He says in the movie that he's like in constant pain. Uh, because of it and the the fact that he still manages to take it in stride and he's still like like michael j fox you know he's he's quippy he's funny he's he's jovial uh a lot of the time it's just um it's bittersweet you know what i mean and yeah it was one of the better movies i saw uh this year yeah i i will have to check that out i mean i'm not a fan of like documentaries just because of like so like i mean Usually, just how like the the style is of documentaries, um, but with Michael J. Fox, I know that's something that's like pretty different. I I've seen like clips of it for sure. It's on Apple and, TV Plus. If anyone's curious. Oh uh, well, damn. Uh, never mind. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I'll have to check that out. My next one is I mean it's I'm I'm getting all the obvious ones first. Um, is Barbie? Um, blew blew everything out of the water. Uh, mid. Woke. <laughs> Woke. I'm tired of seeing politics in my movies and women. This is what an insult would say. But no, see for real, like, oh yeah, I, I want to see the patriarchy. I want to see more horses. But um, but no, like everyone did did incredible in this in this film. Uh, Margot Robbie and you know Ryan Gosling, especially. I love I love the um, the theme and the story that it told. And of course, like with you know, with it being a Barbie movie, I wasn't sure like how they were gonna, they were going to do something like that. But obviously, they did really, really well. And I love the story I told once again. Yeah, so, brilliant film. Uh, we saw it together with you know double feature with you know, Oppenheimer. Uh, I saw it again with my mom, and then I saw it again. I've seen the movie three times, and. Yeah, again, it's one of those. It's just like Oppenheimer. It's it's just as good the third time around. Uh, it is. It, it was kind of fun uh, watching it with subtitles because there was some stuff that just sort of you can't hear at a theater because other people are laughing or whatever. Um, but yeah, Barbie is was truly a a triumph. It it was such a it's such a jarring film like like because you you have an idea of what of what a, a movie usually is and when you see all like all like the Barbie sets and stuff like that in Barbie Land it's just like holy shit <laughs> like just the the start of that film like it really sets the tone of what the movie is and the ride you're gonna go on and it's just uh it's just brilliant um I do have my issues with the film like I'm not I'm not I'm still not a huge fan of the Will Ferrell stuff uh i do like the fan theory though that they're like all allens that like escaped and they, they sort of they, they sort of run shit now and that's why they're fucking weird and incompetent uh i like that idea still though uh i i wasn't a huge fan of them 
which it's literally like my only gripe of the movie. Other than that, it's beautifully shot, beautifully written, uh, stories beautifully told, beautifully acted, uh, especially uh, from Margot Robbie and America Ferrera. Like just, just incredible, incredible film. Uh, for me, uh, next is. I, I I can't really put it in best or worst, to be honest. If there's like, it's just a movie. <laughs> uh, it's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's there, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it's definitely there. I, I and, do I do enjoy this movie, oh. like, probably more than most. But I acknowledge that it's not great. <laughs> yeah, I... I um. Yeah, it was one of those things where it's like, um, I was seeing it, you know, for, for my birthday, or, or kind of like around there. Hey, how's it going on? Sorry, it came sorry. out in February. February, I think. No, okay, no, we we were we were actually no, it wasn't for my birthday. My fault. It was a, it was kind of like a group activity type of thing, and my my friend had saw it like saw it like before that, and you know she didn't really like it, and she was like, yeah, you know. She kind of like told me like what happened, which it's like I I didn't mind like spoilers because like I wanted to see how I would feel about it, and so it was also like around the time where you know people were shitting on Marvel, so I'm just like, all right, well like I'm gonna walk into this movie, and I'm probably gonna like it because I like Marvel, I like this stuff, and I walked out of the movie and I'm like. Yeah, this could have been better, and I'm just uh, I, I I admit to say that this movie was not the best. Like it's not good. And then also like when it released on you know like DVD and everything else like that, I started seeing stills on Twitter, and I'm like, yeah, this movie is is bad. Like it's not the best. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's there, and it's like I can appreciate some aspects from it, but. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it has its highlights, but generally it falls flat in most of the things it tries to attempt. Uh, you know, part of what makes the Ant-Man films like fun is its is its comedy and its charm, and that was lacking in it. Uh, the action was lacking. The visuals were lacking. Like, most of the stuff, I, I, I wouldn't even... I can't necessarily, at least in my opinion, I can't even call it bad i think i might have said it in our review it just it's just this the movie was filled with a ton of missed potential like i can see things and ideas in that movie that i'm like expand on this expand on that why why are we just flying through like this without i don't know it just it should have been better <laughs> it should have been better that's that's basically what it is yeah my my next one, you know, instead of just doing the obvious, I'm gonna do this one. I'm gonna say it's totally killer. Um, totally killer was an absolute blast of a movie. Um, I think you should watch it, but knowing how you are, you probably won't do that. So basically, it's it's like a kind of like a horror comedy. And it's about like uh this girl who goes back in time to like kind of like save her mom from being murdered by like these like kind of like this like known like legend. Of like, of like the serial killer back in the 80s and stuff like that. Um, I think it's really funny. Uh, it's definitely like a a nice take on the the slasher like 
genre as a whole. Um, and it's also kind of like a like a, a whodunit story type of thing as well. Still, so you know, has like some mystery. I like I liked it a lot. It's on Amazon. Um, I definitely think that people should give it a watch. And yeah, it has, it has a pretty cool cast as well. It has Olivia Holt in it from uh, you know. Oh. Yeah, Olivia Holt's in it. She's, she's like, she's like definitely like the highlight of the story. But I think it's good. Yeah, you're right. Something I'll never watch. Yeah, no, pussy. I'm kidding. Oh, no, you're right. <laughs> I mean, like it's like I mean it's honestly like how can I really explain it? Like this, this, the slasher stuff. It's literally like Scream. Like it's literally Scream. And that's basically how I can explain it. Never heard of it. Okay, uh, my next one is uh, this is going to be a quick one for me. Uh, Legion of Superheroes. It's in DC's new Tomorrowverse animated movie universe. Uh, mid. All right, move on. <laughs> <laughs> move on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, before I get into this, this one, I'm going to say John Wick Four. Hell yeah! John Wick Four is really, really, really good. I loved. I really, really loved the addition of Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen is an absolute goat. If you don't know who Donnie Yen is, get on that, please. Um, but, like, I was uh, telling Peyton before we started that, like, when I went to go see it, um, you know, when it first came out in March, um, at the beginning, you know, the combat was, like, a little goofy. Like, I felt like, you know, it was a little, like, some of the, some of the hits were kind of lazy and they weren't hitting all the way. But also, I had to think about it from a storytelling perspective. Is that like John Wick takes place in like a week, like like or kind of like a week or two or something like that. And so, yeah, John's just tired. He's tired of all this. He's tired of getting into everything. He wants to just live a simple life again. But of course, he cannot do that because you know he has to travel around and recruit people. And you know you're. He sees Donnie Yen, and Donnie Yen's just amazing. His choreography is just incredible. Um, I think it has some of my favorite set designs and like locations in the series so far. Um, and you know, obviously, um, you have the addition of what's his name, Skarsgård boy, it boy. Oh yeah, Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård who. Uh, every time he smiles, I can't. I just think of Pennywise, but he does like a pretty bad French accent. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's not good. But I mean, that's. It's fine. It's fine. And then, and then also you have Clancy Brown, the goat. I know, and um, he, he's a great addition as well. But other than that, like, I mean, the action is all there. You know, it's John Wick. You can't have a John Wick movie without, without its action. It does some things, you know, really, really well. I, there, there's not really, like, a lot of lows in this movie, uh, but I just can't wait to see what they do in the, in the franchise. I know they're doing the Continental. Um, I know they're doing another series with Donnie Yen's character and John Wick 5. It's already, in, like, in production. Pre- pre-production. So... Yeah, John Wick 4. It's really good. Truly incredible movie. The action was fucking incredible. Uh, in my opinion, it's, it's the best in the series. Like, Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Uh, it's that the fucking part where they're in the little... I, I don't even know what to call it. The fucking, like, because they're in France. That, like, yeah, the, the, the yeah, huge the, roundabout 
bit mm. where they're they're just flying through people and getting hit by cars a million times and shit. yeah john wick's body is like has like peak human durability for how many times he gets hit by a car and it's like does the john wick universe make any sense no but i also don't give a shit yeah uh oh like so funny. there was that sequence where it's like a video game like a top-down yeah shooter. yeah the, the, the top down with the freaking the fire rounds yes so fucking good that bro. was so good that's so awesome and, i i yeah they they cooked with that and of course he got donnie yen he did the fucking it man punch he did <laughs> yeah the it man punch like i love i just love that that scene where it opens up with him eating ramen in the kitchen yeah and he uses his cane and he fucking starts punching and shit it's just oh he's so good at playing a blind dude that can fight <laughs> i know right just a just a phenomenal phenomenal film um i think i've seen it two or three times it's fucking fantastic yeah so i guess my next one is scream six yeah that's a good one yeah mid, no, mid. Okay. it was it was bad it was it was it was good uh I didn't like as as much as Scream Cream. I didn't like five it as cream? much as Scream Five. Yeah, Five Cream. Uh, so it surprises me to learn that people prefer Six over Fives. I don't. I don't understand that. Uh, but yeah, it, it's a solid outing in the Scream franchise. So this is very new for me. Um, but yeah, as a as a Scream fanboy, which is you, did you uh, did, did, did this film satisfy you? It did. I, I I really really enjoyed it. Um, there it's a obviously there are drawing uh, parallels to the second one. You know, all the, the kids go to college and stuff like that. I really enjoyed the part. Uh, I mean, like I enjoyed like a lot of it, but I like the how they try to do the twist of uh, Kirby being the killer. And the only part that I didn't really like was annika dying i don't know she was she was too fine to me like why why her i see but um other than that yeah other than that like i i did like how it was instead of nyc and there is a complaint where people were like well if it's said in nyc i want to see some nyc things like i wanted them to go big i wanted them to like i don't know like push someone in front of a train and i'm like oh, i don't know man i don't know about all that i mean it, it's it's good for what it is it the, the, the twist is fine. The kills are a lot more bloody and, and like you know, personal. The beginning is amazing. The intro is amazing. What was the intro? The intro was uh, Tony uh, Revolori's character. Oh, yes, yes, kills, yes. Kills his teacher. Kills the Samara Weaving. And then he's like, I see some red and just slashes her. That was, that was really good. I like that intro a lot. Um, yeah, too bad the franchise is dead. Yeah, no, like I was telling Peyton um that he literally witnessed the <laughs> like the fall of Scream as a as when he binged all the movies. I know, I just had to binge all the movies right before it dies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Fucking spyglass. Crazy. Yes, Scream Six good. My next one is Godzilla minus one. Oh my god, that movie is so good yeah i was excited for you to talk about it because oh, I, I have my. only heard good things i've never seen a godzilla movie and i've never no dude bro okay here's the thing so you should watch godzilla 
watched like I mean the 2014 and King of Monsters are on Netflix and you should watch the original um and I mean if you want to continue on with anything else you can um oh yeah, Godzilla Godzilla and Kong is on uh, Netflix as well and then you if you want you can watch Kong Skull Island anyways Kong Skull um, Island has a big spider so pass oh yeah it does ooh yeah it's funny how it has both of our fears and it. it has a big spider and it has a giant oh yeah squid. he eats the squid yeah I, I know some stuff yeah I mean like so like, I mean like, if you want to just like a recap or whatever I mean that's fine but I know you don't want to watch Skull Island which is cool it's fine whatever but overall like this Godzilla isn't like it isn't part of it's like its own thing which yeah. is cool um I know like it's funny because I like we have Godzilla minus one coming out and they they're promoting Godzilla and Kong and New Empire which I'm gonna see and uh but, Monarch yeah Monarch show. yeah and the one thing I love about this Godzilla film is that clearly Godzilla is like an antagonist or he's a villain, which is like in the movies, you know, he's very like misunderstood, which he still is to an extent. But, you know, in this movie, with the complaints of watching the previous ones, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, like I want to see more monsters and I want, but I want to see like if you're going to do humans in a monster movie make them interesting and i think what they did was they made the humans so like so much more interesting and and like compelling that it just makes the movie even better the look of godzilla is so great it's so good it's like it's kind of like they got the original mixed with like the legendary which is like you know 2014 and like which is in like kind of like added elements of Shin Godzilla as well in, in some capacity, but it's so it's like he, he looks so good, it's so detailed, it's so crazy. He's wild, he's crazy. But um, the thing is too, like I'll, what I love about it is the period it takes place in. It takes place in World War Two, like literally like day like you know like at first you know the timeline is like you know days before the war ends and then 1946 and 1947 in japan yeah. i mean and godzilla much, is a allegory for nuclear war so yeah and like you see that in the film and so basically the main character you know he he's a kamikaze pilot who leaves his duty and pretty much like you know of course you know with Japan, especially in that time period, it's like wow, you're losing, you're leaving your duty. You are a disgrace to the country, and you see that like every, you see that all the time with this character. And you know there is a way for this character to like uh, conclude his arc in such a great way. And like, even with all the characters, like the side characters, who you think wouldn't have such a big part of the film, they do. And they all have a story to tell. They'll have a place inside the story, and I, I really just, I just like love this film. It's, it's so emotional. The score is just amazing. I love how they incorporate stuff from the original, but in a modern twist. And like I said, you know, Godzilla just the the stills of Godzilla. And 
how like he's portrayed it's just so it's so good like there's a there's a part in the there's a shot in the film where you know like godzilla is like looking at the mess he created and it's just fucking marvelous like this movie the movie is like an absolute blast i love it so much and i'm glad it's getting um like praise because you know it is made by um toho which is a japanese company and i i was under the impression that it was a 15 million dollar budget but the director said that it wasn't even that much and he said that we wish it was more but then again i think it's like it's 15 million usd i mean it's 15 million usd but you know it's in yen it's different because yen is a lower currency than the dollar. Yeah, whatever it is, it's a ridiculously low number for what it looks like. Yeah, and like, it's no, dude. Like, it really is like that good. You and gave I it a ten tell, out of ten. I did give it a ten out of ten because it's just that great. Like, it's it's such a it's, it's a way for me to where like when I think a movie does well is when you know besides all the CGI and visual effects when it when it's able to conclude an arc of a character and multiple characters in a story and like make it that emotional. I think that just, it deserves a 10 out of 10 and the way it ends off. Um, so the director was like, okay, well, yeah, you know, I wanted it to end, end it in this certain way because like it's more cinematic, but it's where the audience is, um, or where the audience is kind of like relieved and he wants to make a second one. Um, he wants to make a second Godzilla movie. I'm not sure if it'll be a continuation of this one. I think it would. I think it would. I think it should be a second one that's that's uh not connected to this one. But yeah, it is a ten out of ten. It's th- so good. I think a huge reason for them being able to keep the budget low is the director was also the VFX coordinator. Yeah, exactly. It was yeah, and I also see. I see what they did. They did use some like a little bit of puppeteering in some scenes and I, you can definitely see that but it makes it to where like i said it's keeping that that um like the keeping that homage to the original um yeah and you see that all throughout for sure so they did like hey everyone did such a great job in this movie cast from crew to everyone else in between it's just so so good so good my issue is is that I'm not a fan of monster movies. Yeah, that's and that's that's, that's kind of interesting. It, but, then, it, but, the, it, well, but it's that's what I mean. It's like a testament that minus one is the only one that made me go, "Oh man, this actually looks pretty good." <laughs> well, yeah, and like you know, like because the thing is, is like, like while while minus one is a monster movie, it also is a great human movie too, which which is why I think you should watch it. Yeah, it's I've heard that that minus one is like the only one that people actually cared about the characters. <laughs> Yeah, 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 and that's yeah, that's the thing too. Because like you know, I haven't even heard much about Monarch because of how much people don't like the humans in the American uh, Godzilla movies, and so I, I really just do think that yeah, that's how you, that's how you do like you make human characters compelling in a monster movie, like when you're using them as like parallels and plot devices to strengthen the humans, and also like strengthening their character arcs it's just so good it's really really well done in my opinion good 
My next one is Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Among Thieves. Uh, I, 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 I wanted to like it more, but I still thought it was really good. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed it for sure. It was a thing to where, you know, I, 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 I was in a Dungeons and Dragons club back in high school uh, for like a little bit. And I knew a little bit about like the roles and how the game plays. So I was fairly familiar with it. So I went, went into this movie and I was like, oh, you know, you know, like I wasn't expecting like greatness, but I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I really, it, really loved it. It's one of those movies where it has no right being as good as it is. Like it shouldn't be as good as it is. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just like, wow, like. That that movie was so fun. The plot was really good. The cast did really, really well. I really liked Hugh Grant's character. He was so cool. He was so like Hugh Grant's so just good. been doing random shit lately. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Grant's just Hugh Grant, bro. Like yeah. I mean, he he did well in this. I want to see him in Wonka as an Oompa Loompa. Apparently, it's good. The movie. Crash chat reverse. Apparently, Timothy Chalamet is pretty good. Apparently, people are saying that they just did him dirty in the trailer. I I understand that too, and that's the thing with trailers that like you know they trailers trailer shots and the actual footage is gonna always gonna be different. And so like while in the trailer his delivery wasn't as good in the trailer, I'm sure it was definitely a different take they did in uh, the theatrical release. But yeah, continue on with Dungeons and Dragons. It was good. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I love the the set design. I also loved. Uh, I think one of my favorite parts was in um, they were in like the cave and surrounded by like, by like lava, and they were getting chased around by the dragon. Yeah, yeah, that, that was that was one of my favorite parts. I did warn you about a about a spider. I did warn True. you about that, and I don't remember seeing one, so it must have worked. Good, good. Because I, I was like, I kept that in mind throughout the whole movie. I was like, I, I have to tell him, I have to warn you. So my my next one is obviously across the Spider Verse. Oh, that's, that's, peak! It is peak. Peak it, fiction. It is literally amazing. Um, it's they managed to take my love for Into the Spider Verse and amplify it by a lot. And you know the the animation is is so it's so good it's amazing I loved the the different characters you know of course we have like Spider Punk and you know Spider Man India kind of like the the themes the, the themes and just the allegories of characters just incredible while I also loved across Spider Verse you know the discourse around it was it was something. And people are, or people are switching switching up on the movie as Marvel fans always do. Oh, well, they switch switching up on the movie. They're switching up on the game too. Spider Man Two is getting switched up on hard. I'm I'm I, like, I'm just baffled by just the way people just switch up on shit. <laughs> it's, I know, it's like, wild to me. People are like. Like you know, people like you'll see like some general praise of across Spider Verse, and people were like, "I don't like the movie because it's it's like literally half of a movie." And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, it's Shut not that up. good, actually. Like you want to be different so fucking badly, you will never be 
a critic. Empire Strike. No, no one said that shit about Infinity War. Exactly. Uh, and, and, and then when you and then when you do bring it up like that, because I did see someone bring it up, I was like, well, what about Infinity War? They're like, it's not the same. I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't fit your narrative, fucker. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, like I love just you know I loved the 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 way they handled the characters, especially with with you know their respective backgrounds, and I loved how you know Spot was gonna be villain. Like you know you would never think that Spot was gonna be like a villain, and Spot is relatively like new in in comics. The fact that they brought him on this early and how much of a threat that he's going to be is so, like, mind-blowing to me. I also just love, like, the score. The score is just amazing, especially with um, Metro Boomin being on the Metro Boomin and the soundtrack. Daniel Pemberton? Is that how you say his name? Yeah, Yeah, Daniel Pemberton. Like, they were fucking cooking. They were just... The movie, just like the first one, it, it, it's a triumph in animation and storytelling. Really, it, yeah, like it's just it's phenomenal. It's it's a it's just as a sequel should be. It goes bigger, it goes bolder in pretty much every aspect. Like it, it, it we I, I we said it in our review, or maybe I maybe I just said it, but I truly do think it's one of the best sequels of all time. Like it's just that good. Not only is the is the original already phenomenal already a masterpiece the sequel sequel manages to surpass that and like like that's such a rarity like we've seen it before with empire strikes back one could say infinity war even though technically it's not really it's not like a second movie in a trilogy um but yeah like spider-man 2 even it's it's like it's one of it's truly one of the best sequels of all time Yes, that means the Godfather. <laughs> it's better than the Godfather. Actually, it's better than both Godfather movies. I don't. I, I do not care. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, damn. It's probably yeah, the best I mean, Spider-Man movie ever made, and yeah, it is the best Spider-Man movie ever made. I didn't expect that coming from you. What? The Godfather yeah, comment? Was, yeah, I mean, I know you don't. Want, I, don't I know you don't really like it that much, but I didn't expect that. Um. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong though. I can neither confirm nor, nor deny. <laughs> Bro knows I'm right. He knows I'm right. It's okay. You don't want to get flamed. Know. It's okay. Anyways, my next one is Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Three. It was my turn. Um, but okay. Oh, was shit. My fault. My next one is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. God damn it. Peak. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. The back to back of Guardians and, and Across the Spider was just fucking nuts. <laughs> we were eating good. Uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is fucking phenomenal. Uh, the best Guardians movie in my opinion. Uh, one of the best MCU movies in my opinion. Just the story is just incredible. It's so in James Gunn fashion it's really really funny but it's it's with all, all the rocket stuff it's very very sad one of the more uh brutal MCU movies uh you know we got our first f bomb in there also which was hilariously done uh, I'm I was still I like I I saw it I, I don't even know how many times now but I'm still surprised every time they peel his face off yeah I'm just dude. like oh jesus <laughs> It always reminds me of that of that two faced crispy meme. 
Crispy. Crispy. <laughs> nah, but dude, I remember when uh, when we first saw it, like an early release. And it yeah, we said, saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 early. We saw it like a couple weeks early. I don't yeah. know if anyone knew that. Uh, we saw it early. Yeah. In IMAX. <laughs> we got a James Gunn invite. We're like, hell yeah, James. We, <laughs> we'll yeah, be no. there. Um, I remember like when 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 when, uh, when he did say when Peter did say the f bomb, we were all like, oh, oh like the, the, the audience, like, oh shit, he said it, he said it, it was like, oh dude, it was so cool, but but yeah, man, um, I I watched it recently, like about a couple months ago, and I I cannot tell you on how like. How I, how I felt the first time watching it. Actually, wait, I've seen it three times. That's crazy. I've seen it three times. Oh, yeah, because um, we saw it with Nissan Energy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I saw it three times. Um, and it just, it just, hit, it just hits the same. Like, the score is incredible. Like, J- John Murphy did his thing. I know, like, some people were like, yeah, we're not getting Tyler Bates. Now, John Murphy does his thing. My only complaint um, with the score is that we only heard the Guardians theme once. Yeah, you only heard it once, yeah. But to counteract that, we did get some great soundtrack by James Gunn. You know, yeah, incredible soundtrack. Volume mix. He does not miss. And he doesn't. And I just... I don't know what it is. I'm not a fan. I, I just, like... I was, like, really... I was like kind of like cautious because I didn't really like the the second uh, volume mix all that much. I mean, then again, I don't really like volume two that much either. Yeah, bro's uh, bro's biased. So like, but the only song that I really like is Father and Son off volume two, the volume two mix. So the volume three mix. Like, what about Mister so Blue Sky? Good. That one too. I forgot that that, that was in the beginning. Yeah. This what story, about yeah. um? What about Brandy? I don't remember. Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a girl. That's, that's good, but it doesn't hit. It doesn't. It, I mean, it doesn't hit as much as the first or third one, in my opinion. What about Wham Bam Shangalang? That's good, but it doesn't. I mean, that's good. I don't remember. Bro needs to re-listen to the soundtrack. I do. Anyways, um, but the like, but the mix is really good. I just, I really loved, um. I, I love how like the stakes are pretty high, you know. I, lo- I love how they're pretty high. I love um, how the high the high evolutionary is just as an antagonist to like Rocket and this his past and even the present, especially how he interacts with um, Adam Warlock and his mom. It was it was so it was so cool. Um, <clears throat> And, and fucking James Gunn's hand, his hand, his hands were right in that fire ass line from the High Evolutionary. There is no God. That's why I had. That's why I stepped in. Fucking crazy. That's <laughs> fucking <still>. insane. <laughs> Overall, like the the movie is just absolutely incredible. I. I knew that James Gunn delivered in such a great way to where Peter nominated or gave him the person of the year award. Oh yeah. It was crazy. But I, 
I also uh it, it hurts my heart uh you know seeing Rocket and his friends those those moments were pretty sad. Getting murked and then emoted on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> it's crazy when high evolutionary just started hitting the gritty on their bodies. Right. <laughs> Fucking fucking victory royale. Yeah. And he get and then he gets his fucking face slashed. But yeah, no, that, that was that was it's, it's such a it's such a great movie. I really, really love it. Yeah, like I don't know what I even expected going in. Obviously I was really exciting. I was hoping for a lot. Uh but I don't know. It, 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 it's hard to say now that I've seen the movie and, and, you know, I've had time to digest it, but like, I feel like I didn't expect it to top the first one and yet it did top the first one. It's similar to across the spider verse. It expands and, and delivers on everything you want in a sequel. It goes bigger. It goes bolder. It has, you know, humor. It has drama, it has emotions and spectacular performances. Like, <sighs> Like we we've ha- we have issues with the humor in volume two, uh, and that's just not really present in volume three. Like, is there humor to undercut some of the serious moments? Like, sure, from time to time, but it's never as egregious as uh, volume two. <laughs> um, but the performances were incredible, especially from Bradley Cooper and Chukwudi Awuji. Uh, just truly truly incredible performances the pacing was phenomenal uh the action was dialed up to 11 and compared to the first two films uh james gunn was allowed to go you know darker and more violent uh than a lot of people probably expected because <laughs> again the face peely bit <laughs> uh yeah it it definitely this the guardians guardians of the galaxy volume 3 definitely solidified itself within the mcu as probably the best trilogy uh one could make the argument for captain america and i wouldn't be mad at that but guardians the guardians trilogy is just incredible peak definitely is it my turn uh yes uh, my next one is uh teenage Mutant ninja turtles mayhem. mayhem uh again it's uh one a movie that gets you know compared to into Spider-Verse, you know, for in terms of his animation, um, such a great, great movie. It's 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 a it's a fun movie. Um, the 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 overwhelming cast is just incredible. From uh, from Nicholas Cantu to Jackie Chan, uh, Ice Cube, and Paul Rudd. Uh, can't really you can't really go wrong there. You can't really go wrong. Um, I I mean overall, I have really, really like. Like too much to say about it other than that like you know it's fun um it's a great uh it's, it's a great movie that uh talks about you know discrimination and um overall like you know being a family and it's just a great movie it's just, it's just the, uh, the running joke about getting milked was the funniest bit Oh yeah, so fucking funny. Look at the milk us. <laughs> but yeah, the performances from uh, the cast for the turtle specifically, just incredible. It, it's the they really did feel like teenage mutant ninja turtles. That's that's sort of been said to death, but it's true. Like they 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 feel they just feel that way, and it was just done super 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 well. 
uh, I really hope they continue with that this specific universe. I I think they're making a show. Um, it I'm I'm just I'm very uh, excited for the future of that universe if, if it does continue. But yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, it's it's uh, sort of like Into the Spider Verse across the Spider Verse. It's sort of an unfair comparison, but in terms of in terms of its animation, uh, it is similar. It sort of has that sort of choppy look to it, but where it differs is that it's sort of it's like the animation was done by a kid but like in the best way uh like a lot of the the smoke effects and like the lighting just look like little crayon scribbles it's fucking brilliant it's really it's really really well done and the movie it's one of those it's one of those things like unfortunately i was never a huge teenage mutant ninja turtles fan growing up not because i didn't like it but because i wasn't really exposed to uh that franchise as much as a lot of other people. Um, but the movie was like ridiculously funny, like for no reason, <laughs> like it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're funny, but like, you know, generally traditionally it's a lot of like cowabunga dude and shit like that. And this wasn't that it was just teenagers being fucking stupid. <laughs> it was, and it, and it, and it easily, easily could have come off as like, cringe or trying too hard or like how do you do fellow kids sort of thing and it never came off that way and that's really 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 impressive like that like that that doesn't really happen <laughs> in in a like big sort of hollywood film so yeah the movie was uh really really well done yeah for sure this is gonna be my, this is gonna be my, my final best film and i'm sure you have other films on your list i'm gonna agree with as well for me, it is they clone Tyrone. Such 100%. a such a great film, man. I, and I, you know, I remember my mom telling me about it. She she said you like you should watch it. And then you saying you watched it, and I was like, all right, well then I gotta watch it. Um, I I just love how it's a you know the it has a look and feel of a black exploitation film, but it's set in modern day with that 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 sci-fi element of you know how you know they're conducting experiments on you know by people like in these communities and how they set up all these spots to kind of like you know turn them into like you know sheep or whatever and you know you have like you know like the the fast food chicken the nail salons the barbershops the strip clubs and you know just all these things and I love how it's kind of reminds me of like, you know, like Groundhog Day where, you know, you, you like um, where he dies and experiences like the same thing or you experiences like different things. You try to just give himself to remember. Uh, overall, like the movie was just movie's just great. It's filled with such fantastic performances from John Boyega, Jamie Foxx and Tiana Paris uh, like <laughs> I know. I mean, I knew I knew Jamie Foxx is a great actor, but man, he's just he's just a highlight in this film. <laughs> he really, really is. He's always a highlight in most of the things he's in. It's one. Of, it's of weird course. because it's like you know Jamie Foxx is good, but anytime he like really shines, it's like oh shit, right? Jamie Foxx is a legend. <laughs> exactly, and so like I, I mean, I really, I just really loved like stuff like this like you know i really love the the story like the afro surrealism stuff and it's like you know you see that in media like uh the, like atlanta like 
for sure. Uh, yeah, that uh, Afro surrealism. Yeah, like you, you see that in stuff like, um, like Atlanta, and like I would even say like the, the Boondocks. I mean, it wasn't get so out. much like Afro surrealism. Yeah, Good Al as well. Like, but like Boondocks isn't like so much of like Afro surrealism, but it's like a like satirical critique of like the black community and that's also what this movie served as well it's like i was like well like, hey you know you like you got you know to the chicken like yeah yeah <laughs> you got grape drink grape, yeah, grape <laughs> drink and like how you have like all these like hair products and you know shit in like the salons like you know it's just like oh also like the fuck at the church too the church yeah like you know it's all just like um Typical, like you know, I uh, that that's gonna sound fucked up. <laughs> that's gonna sound fucked. Typical gonna black suck. behavior. I was like, God damn, that's that's fucked up. <laughs> black <laughs> well, people activities. Well, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> black people, black people shit. Typical, like typical black people shit. You know, um, but yeah, that's I like stuff like that. It's it's like always something to make light about you know and i'm glad that they, they did it with this film and like uh i love how that they just get mind controlled easily which is kind of crazy too um yeah overall they clone tyrone was such a great movie agreed uh my next one a shazam fury of the gods that's your best no oh but yeah, it is but a movie I'm- that came out isn't it yeah, that's well, it's not my worst. <laughs> that's that, that shit's something. Uh, I was big fans of the first Shazam film, and uh, I, I I don't know if I had high hopes. It's not like I expected it to be like the best thing I've ever seen. Uh, but you know, I was hoping for something a little bit more different. Yeah, it did. It, it definitely retreaded the right. same ground, um, but not in it, it. It it did a lot of what the first film already did, but not as good. Yeah, and you know, I if you go back to our review, I mean, my my thoughts haven't really changed about the movie. Um, it's always it was, it was crazy how like before Shazam came out, there was like the whole thing about Zachary Levi and like the whole Christian thing, whatever. Um, but like, I wasn't really a fan of like the villains, especially like you know uh, Lucy Liu's character. You know, it's one thing to where the plot of like oh man humans they're bad i hate them but it's like it felt so boring yeah in that film. the first one it's just like it's a guy and he's just sort of mustache twirling evil and but that's better than just than trying to like force some like sympathy sort of thing it's like they say like the best villains are symp- sympathetic villains but like when if there's nothing to like relate to or there's nothing that nothing really feels uh earned in that way then it falls flat really hard and that's what it did yeah and on top of that like i'm glad that they were kind of giving more of the shazam <laughs> the the shazamily the, the the shazamily like more time to shine but even then like i felt like i don't even know these people and um, I don't know. It just, I mean, it just doesn't really like feel like 
right and then well, well they, they 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 wanted to give the shazamly more play but then they just got rid of their powers that that's right too. it's like well what the fuck yeah and then um the the biggest the biggest thing is um yeah you know one of the biggest scenes is of course billy batson and shazam like they're two completely different characters like while you know asher angel is somebody who is serious about some of this stuff and then you go into zachary levi he's all like uppity and happy like what the like the fuck such a massive disconnect it's so it's it's so jarring yeah because it's like 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 you know like why is this even like a thing and i get like with shazam is that like you know when he turns into that character, he's you know he has like the confidence and the abilities of all these gods. But like, had there been a time where like, wow, like you know this is serious in in his Shazam form, I think it would have been a better connection. But the fact that like you know there wasn't that, it just I didn't. That's not something you should do. It's even and more jarring. Like it's even more jarring when the kid is a better actor or is putting in a better performance than the forty-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I just that, that's something that like, really, really bugged me um a lot. But yeah, other than that, like Shazam, Fear of the Gods, or something. and then I also feel like. I mean, I know they were trying to do something with their post credit scene, but that that Mr. Mind shit gotta go, bro. They ain't doing shit with that. I mean, I mean, they can't do anything with it now, but I feel like that these movies just don't even go anywhere. Oh, and on top of that, too, they fucking spoil Wonder Woman, like, before the release. Well, they spoiled Wonder Woman before the release, and the movie automatically lose a couple extra points because they use the stupid fucking theme. For the millionth yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's a whole running... Yeah, there's a gag where, like, you know... Billy Bassett has a dream that he's meeting Wonder Woman. And, yeah, they don't even show her to the end. And it's like, well, that's already fucking spoiled. Because, literally, I'm on Fandango and I fucking see Gal Gadot's face. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have to hear this theme one more time gonna shoot my brains out well good thing we never will and james gunn resets the universe <laughs> with a different actor and a different theme yes could you imagine if his new wonder woman showed up and it's the same thing <laughs> I, I i genuinely <laughs> had to hop on twitter be like ain't no way you know what i like james gunn before but he's lost all respect <laughs> um uh, another one for me is the uh, Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah, it's good. Good stuff. Good fun. Nothing crazy, but you know, just good fun. Just, You're a Mario fan. Good, good fun. Great animation from Illumination. Um, great voice acting. You know, from Seth Rogen and Chris Pratt and Charlie Day, yeah. Arnie Taylor Joy. Yeah, even even though you know it's not as good as the 1993 Jack film. Black. Shut up! It's uh, it's trash. still solid. No, it's not. It's the masterpiece. Movie, movie is trash. It is, it is not. But uh, you know, there's <laughs> obviously there's fun references references to the games that any fan's gonna enjoy. Especially the music. The music in the movie yeah. is fucking incredible. You know, it being like an orchestral version of some of the 
the uh the the world themes it's really really cool uh the story is really basic and pretty predictable but it it's also a kids movie so it doesn't need to be or should be complicated necessarily uh but yeah it was just good fun and then we got a for me torn hasn't seen this one because he's a bit no i'm kidding uh but indiana jones of the dial of destiny a lot of people aren't fans of it i really Lucky. liked it so i guess i'll go fuck myself i feel like that's a running theme this year for me that i i just like things that everyone fucking hates it so i i guess uh, i'll jump off a bridge uh there was asteroid city which i i thought was oh, a, yeah. a lot that of something that was something too fuck you <laughs> It's a lot of fun. I mean, it's one of the things to where I like the movie. I, I, I like what it's trying to portray. I just wish I had seen more Wes Anderson films before I had seen this one, so I can kind of get a grasp of his style, so I can see it. Fuck I mean, you. I've seen, I've seen Mr. Fan- Fantastic Mr. Fox, like Mr. Fantastic Fox, Mr. Fan- <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. He just got the film. He wears a Fantastic Four suit. Um, but yeah, I I've seen that film, but it was like like a a while ago. But I mean, I'm glad that some of the Wes Anderson films are on streaming services, so I can watch them now. After Parks and Rec, of course. Better be. Uh, yeah, Asteroid City was great. Incredible cast, incredible sets. I thought the story was great. Uh, one of my favorites from Wes Anderson. Uh, I don't know if it breaks top five though. Especially uh, after the Wes Anderson shorts, just to bring that into play, all the Wes Anderson shorts, Wes Anderson's fans were eating this year, let me tell you. Um, all the shorts were great. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of them in detail, but uh, they're all really solid, especially uh, uh, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, one of my favorite Wes Anderson things, period. Uh, and it was it's just a 40-minute short on Netflix. I think everyone should, should give it a watch. It's really, really great. Uh, all the other ones were really solid as well, but that one was a standout for me. Uh, probably the worst thing I saw this year was Transformers Rise of the Beasts. You didn't like it? That shit was mid as fuck. I, I think it's mid, but I wouldn't say worse. But uh, yeah, well, and well, consider it's just all the things that I've seen this year. I'm sure there's worse movies. Um, but yeah, at least out of the things that I've seen this year, Transformers Rise of the Beasts, it, it really, for me, like it was, it was solid. It just the third act completely fell apart. The movie completely fell apart for me in that third act. I fucking hated that third act. <laughs> I thought it was terrible. Uh, but the first couple acts were good. I really liked Pete Davidson in it. Uh, I thought he was really, really great. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh, I guess. Sh- oh shit! I have an- oh shit! I have another worse movie. Ooh, what? The Flash. Oh. I don't know if I'd put it at. I mean, it's bad. I mean, it's mid. It's, it's 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 mid. It's mid to it, bad. It's 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 one of those movies where it's like it's so bad it's good. Like I have a blast watching it. Yeah, and uh, like, but it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of the things where um, I'll, I'll I'll say it again. It I've never seen a second act so strong in my life. Uh, it it manages to tackle like the emotional moments of the film. I mean, of course, I've only seen it once, and that's because I had rose-tinted glasses. But I seen it early. Uh, yeah, the, the movie is not not good. There, there's some. I mean, we, we said it before. It has like its its highest highs, but also like its lowest lows. With that being the lowest lows being the CGI and you know some of the storytelling, CGI, especially in that C- third act. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I, I just love seeing CGI uh, babies and C- CGI uh, dead characters. Oh, but 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 Torin, he's in the Speed Force, so it's supposed to look like that. Biggest amount of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, is it? Uh, yeah, definitely the highlights were Sashikaya's Supergirl, but even she doesn't get that much play as she should, and uh, Michael Keaton's Batman. Good. Yeah, her her fucking character's only purpose is to like literally die. Yeah, which which, which is rough. But she and does really even, great given what she's given. Yeah, uh, I love Michael Keaton's Batman. Everything about him, like even like like when they're escaping and he's like taking measurements of the shit. He's like, "How much do you weigh?" <laughs> like like all that stuff is really really great in my opinion. Um, but even the Batflex stuff, I'm I've been overly I've been I've been uh, enormously critical of Batfleck. And to be honest, the, the Flash is kind of my favorite <laughs> Batfleck <laughs> the thing. Just when he's like just going through Gotham and shit, and he's doing more. Uh, like I, I, Snyder fans would hate would hate it, but I like cartoony Batman. Like if if we're gonna give him more, you know, uh, comicy not not abilities, but like as far as like his strength and his his ability to do certain things goes, it's less grounded. And uh, I thought uh, I thought it was really great the Flash to be honest. But then uh, you know Wonder Woman pops up on the bridge. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, the like uh, I thought that they actually handled um the humor with Batman there. I thought they handled it really well, but the, she has the lasso of truth on him. And and uh I thought I thought the dialogue there was really really funny. Uh except Barry when he's like I've never had sex or whatever. Um, I'm like okay. <laughs> but but the Batman stuff was good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh the Flash overall, not good, but damn, is it entertaining. It's a, it's a fucking, what a blast <laughs> in the, in a, in both a good and a bad way. Uh, but yeah, so the Flash is ass, uh, elemental. I saw elemental. It's fine. It's, uh, it had that, that weird, uh, uh, rise of the box office where it flopped initially and then it just started doing numbers. Uh, did, does it deserve those numbers? Eh, I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Uh, there's also uh, Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, Part Run, Part Part One. Good shit. Yes. yes. And now that you've seen it, like, like uh, do you do you understand what I meant when I was like, it really the the how good this one is really hinges on the next one. Because if that if that AI shit does not, I'm really worried about the AI AI thing. I'm like, if this. Uh, antagonist thing does not go well it really hurts this film as well i i i i think that like i just i don't know i don't know how i feel about the ai threat just yet i thought the uh i thought deathstroke was good oh yeah yeah that's right i i i really think that like the ai thing can work if it's like destroyed either early on or like <laughs> it's not like a, a big integral part because obviously i in my opinion i mean they have the ai is like since he's is setting it but like i don't know, i think that guy is kind of bullshitting i think he's schizophrenic <laughs> uh but 
I don't. I mean, to me, I don't think it will really hurt the movie for me. Um, I. I mean, I'm not really entirely sure. Like, cause I mean, I, I don't. I didn't really find the AI thing like, like, kind of like a big deal in my opinion. For this no, movie. no, not for this movie. But they're making it a big deal for the next one, and I'm just like, ah, uh, I mean. Like for this movie, like again, Deathstroke was great, but they're really like, oh, oh this AI, they know, it knows everything and it knows what you're going to do and this and that. I'm like, uh, okay. But like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, part of me is like, I hope there's something behind the AI that is a little less, uh, I don't know. But at the yeah. same time, because if it's like a dude behind the AI, then it's like, like Wizard of Oz type shit. Like, then you, you run the risk of, uh, well, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil anything, but the uh, risk a bit of a uh, James Bondness <laughs> of it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm co- I'm conflicted, but as a, as a movie without the second part out yet, pretty good. <laughs> it's good stuff. It is pretty good. Uh, definitely a solid outing in the Mission Impossible franchise. It's probably third for me. I think Fallout's better, and I think Ghost Protocol is better. But yeah, as far as the, you know, it's a really consistent franchise. So third place, pretty good. Uh, next, I have Blue Beetle. Mm. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's, it's like it's like literally like your average by the number superhero movie. Yeah, it does, it does what it needs it, to do. Yeah, it does what it needs to do. I love the suit. The suit's incredible. I love what it does. Um. I love like some of the I love the some of the action, and um, yeah, that's pretty much all I gotta say. Yeah, it's just a, it's a solid outing from DC. Like you said, it's a by the numbers plot for a superhero film. Uh, it's it it really cannot shake that vibe of it being a streaming movie that got bumped up to a theatrical release. Theatrical release, un- unfortunately. It feels very Power Rangers, very Spy Kids. Uh, the biggest issue with the film, other than the By the Numbers plot, is the CGI in every other area except the suit. Because the suit, that's like where all the budget uh, went. Uh, and just too little hand-to-hand combat. Or maybe if they didn't put all of it into the trailer. That would have been cool. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was really hoping for more action. Because the action we see in the trailer is really great. And we see a little bit of that towards the towards the end, but that's pretty much all we get, uh, which is really unfortunate. But yeah, really, it, it, it's solid, uh, but it's it's not great. But it does give me uh, relatively high hopes for uh, the sequel that we're probably inevitably going to get. Uh, next is Five Nights at Freddy's. Should have been better. Har, 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 har. Yeah, uh, movie's good as a FNAF movie, but as a regular movie, I don't even know. The, I'd say it's as good. It's good as a FNAF movie. I mean, I feel it's, like. good, it's good for what we're getting, and it's good for what what they're trying to do. Um, I still think that that as a casual of like, I, I mean, if you're a casual of like the film, um. It, it could have they could have explained things a little bit better. It's not a good horror uh, movie. No, it's not a good horror movie. And there is a there has been discussion of you know within the FNAF community of like, well, FNAF isn't really all that like bloody to begin with, and 
they're not going to be doing they weren't they weren't they're like they weren't going to be doing like anything like super duper bloody um and that's true a lot of it is implied but we're talking about a game versus a movie and the movie should expand more on that uh you know it should show more than it just tells and implies yeah and so like whenever i heard that i'm like okay well like i'm not mad about it uh you know going it like that because you know I, I mean i haven't played the games but i do know like enough about the lore as i'm trying to educate myself every day um that like how they how this is supposed to go and so but yeah like i still think that like they could have explained some things better for for casual um people trying to get into FNAF and like you know you you, you said it you said it uh, I, I don't like it. The exposition dump is fucking garbage. I hate it. I don't like what they did. Vanessa that. just holding information for no reason. Yeah, I'm like, you, you, you're fucking dumb. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I know what they're trying to do as a movie. Um, I still think that, like, there are some things that could have been done differently um, in terms of, like, the story, obviously. But, I, I know they're they're trying to do like kind of like this like by the numbers, um, quote unquote horror film, but definitely I want for, for the next film I want it to be longer. Don't hold information back, please. I beg of you. And the worst thing they could do. This the worst thing they could do, and other then, than not doing any scares. <laughs> yeah, if we if we gonna get something like that, like a little bit more, um. Nothing. The movie should be fine, but yeah, like as a you know, as a recent FNAF fan, um, like I, I think they were doing some things, you know, pretty pretty solid. Uh, I know they're trying to do like they're trying to they're doing their own continuity that involves some parts of the books and some parts of the games and the lore, and I think I think they're doing a pretty solid job of, of doing that. So I think I think like in terms of like yeah getting the story right or getting the story fine for theatrical purposes, it's doing a fine job. Um, like I said, they could just tweak some things in terms of like how the structure of the story is. And I think I think it should be fine. The, but they, but also the set design and the light rigging, fucking yeah, costume amazing. design for the animatronics, incredible. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the, that is like literally like one-on-one like b for b adaptation of like the suits and i love how you know they are they are practical which is so which is so good yeah clearly they focus more on that than the story well i mean that's fine like is it though i mean i mean i mean it made a shit ton of profit but but at the same time a lot of that was hinging on oh it's the fnaf movie and it's kind of a meme but now it like people who are going into this like maybe uh, like if they if they wanted to like convert people into five nights at freddy's fans or get people excited for another one they failed at doing that yeah, oh, oh yeah of course of course i i and i definitely i definitely agree with you that's what i'm saying because... well, and i'm saying you're stupid I'm okay well, damn <laughs> well, yeah of course you know i i i agree uh, I'm, I'm saying like you know i i think it's fine that the i mean i i i, I want the suits to look good I like I like seeing a gigantic Freddy, Bonnie, and every, everyone like that. But yeah, of course, I agree that um, uh, yeah, they they, they have failed to to do that. 
and that's what that want, that's what I want them to change. If they explain things a little bit better to to you know casual people watching, hoping to get into financial fair that's 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 what they need to do. They need to change because like one per a person like watching this, like even my mom, she watched it and she had no idea that that, that this was like a game. She had no idea that this was a series. I had to explain to her like what was going on, and that's why she was confused. My mom knew it was a game, but I think she thought that like it was already like a movie or something. Like I don't, I don't know because I was watching it, and she was like, "Oh, it's Five Nights at Freddy's," and, and she was like, "You're just watching this now?" And I was like, "What?" She was like, "Yeah, isn't this old?" And I was like, "It just came out." <laughs> she was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like." Yeah, my, my mom had never, she never knew that, like, this was, like, a game series. <clears throat> and so, like, she was, like, super duper confused on, like, everything. Because, like, she was, like, saying, like, well, like, if, like, her dad is, like, this serial killer, then, like, how did he, like, manage to have, like, a life outside of that or whatever? She was just super confused about everything. And I was like, yeah, like, that, that I can understand that because... Yeah, game... and it's like, if you're a fan of the games and you know the lore, you probably know the answer but it doesn't tell you that in the film for people who don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Cause it's like, cause you know, she's, my mom was like saying like, like, well, like, well, it doesn't really go into like, you know, who these kids are. And I'm like, Oh yeah, they're just like random kids. Like he just starts killing kids. And then my mom was like, well, like, why does he do that? And I'm like, well, they don't explain that because you have to, there's like a whole like expansive lore to this. Like they didn't, they didn't even go into like the how all this stuff was like all all the chain restaurants of like you know Freddy's and stuff like that. They don't even go into that. And like I I had a I literally had to like explain to her like the like not the entire yeah they world, don't go into like, like Henry and yeah they don't like go into Henry they don't go into like like Elizabeth or like you know like stuff like that. Like not too much into that or whatever. Yeah, the film felt like sort of like a greatest hits of FNAF. Instead of yeah, telling that's, a that's, story, yeah. there's stuff from yeah. like the most recent games, or stuff from the first game, there's stuff from the middle of the franchise. It doesn't; it's all over the place. Mm, yeah, for but sure. at least we got a MatPat cameo. Well, that's just a theory. I also love Corey Kenshin as well. Eh, I'm just up. kidding. I, I, I've never seen a video of his. He's good. Uh, I, I like his videos. I don't. I've okay, never seen well, it, but that's cool. I assume. <laughs> uh lastly for the films is the marvels which just came out go watch a Fun. review piece of shit uh <laughs> oh, yeah it's good it was a, it was it was just good fun it was just good fun nothing it doesn't have to be a fucking masterpiece but it's not like just bullshit like uh miss potential either like quantum mania it's just good fun it's just solid mcu movie uh just uh my biggest thing for this movie uh or my biggest i guess plus for this movie some genuinely really funny moments for sure especially with like samuel jackson with like the black girl magic and shit like that (laughs) Uh, like just uh, just a lot of really really funny stuff in it um but yeah that is movies uh for some shows (laughs) we just got done with the movie you were like oh this this is gonna be short we're an hour and a half into this (laughs) Um, uh, but for shows uh i'm gonna say scott pilgrim just came out Really solid stuff. I think I talked about it last week or the week before. Uh, really solid stuff. Secret Invasion. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Everyone else hates it. I, but whatever. <laughs> it's okay. 
It's it's okay. I really like it, but it's fine. Oh, we also watched the uh, the crowded room, the series with Tom Holland that came out that critics fucking hated, but audiences seem to really really enjoy. Uh, I thought it was really good, uh, especially for a uh, limited series. I forgot how many episodes it was, but whatever. Uh, there was also Loki season two, which just came out. Fucking yeah, great. Lo- Loki season two is great. Truly, truly incredible. Uh, one of the best things the MCU has done, period. Um, and it, it's like, it's one of those things. It's like, if you talk to someone and it's like, oh man, I don't know the MCU, man, it's getting stale and whatever. It's like, oh, that hasn't really been good. Loki season two, you just go Loki season two. The MCU is still, it's fine. All right. It's fine. They're like, like they, they gotta, they gotta figure some stuff out, but it's not like they're not putting out quality period. Loki season two is right there. Uh, a long tandem that was coming out with Loki season two was Gen V. I just watched it recently. Great show. Really, really good. You hated it though. I don't know why. What the fuck are you talking about? Shut up. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. You didn't watch it. What do you mean? I did watch it. <laughs> I, I have no memory of you watching it. I don't know, man. I don't even. I don't remember if I even explained it. I mean, I, I. I swear to God, I said something about it. You either talked about it. You either talked about it on the show, and I forgot, or you just never talked about it. <laughs> I, I. I swear to God, I said. I feel like I said something about it. I. You probably did, and I'm just a dumbass. Uh, but yeah, it was good stuff, huh? You said yeah, you didn't like. Wait, the- yeah, yeah, I, 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 I got it. Hold on, I found it. I found the text from November fifth. I said, "Bro's taking, bro's pulling up receipts." I am. I, I said, "Yeah, I, I finished it." Yeah, November fifth. I said, "Finish Gen V," and then you replied the next day saying "peak," and I said, "Maybe when season two comes around, but it's damn good." And I said, "It's eight. And I said, "He asked how many, eight, how many episodes?" I said, "It's eight episodes." All right, well, I guess I'm just a dumbass. Uh, go fuck myself, I guess. But you said, what's the blonde girl's name? Emily? Emma? Emma, right? Emma, yeah. You said you didn't like her character that much. I didn't like her character going like, going towards, like, I mean, kind of like getting like, in the middle. Why, I'm not a fan of, Why I'm not a fan she, of she was fucking Red Hood? Fuck that kid. It's oh, not, it's not him, but man, he, he really looks like him, and it pisses me off, even though he's done nothing wrong. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of their. I'm not a fan of their relationship at all. I wasn't a fan of their relationship initially. I was like, "Oh, this is weird," because I thought he was like significantly younger than her. But no, they're like the same age. And in real life, the dude is like a year older than her. Yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not a fan of it at all. I, mean, he, I like the bit with the puppets, and he just tore them apart. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that part. It was, it was pretty. That was pretty cool. Yeah, it was really fun. Say, say, say them on some budget. True, um, true. <laughs> but I, I really liked. Um, I, I really like Jordan. Jordan's really cool. I, I like. I like their power set. Yeah. Um, I love how. Like, I mean, they're you know the the, the bi gender thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> one person that I wish had gotten more screen time. Or who survived longer was Golden Boy because I know Golden Boy had like a lot of potential. Yeah, Schwarzenegger's sure. son. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I also wish uh, Andre, um, like you know, Polarity's son, had a lot more to do, uh, power. Power. Uh, power. Set. I want to see more of his powers. Uh, I don't really care for him. He's probably my least favorite throughout the whole thing. I understand. Marie's cool. I love. How, I love how she's a. Parallel to Victoria, 
Yeah, that really surprised me. Yeah. And I love seeing her. Huey back to He did. Lucky man that lucky <laughs> he's a lucky man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um Gen yeah, Gen Gen V is pretty good. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I, I wasn't spoiled on uh exactly what the Homelander cameo was. Like I knew he was in the show and I knew he made a cameo because you couldn't really avoid it. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I didn't know exactly what his role was. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I see. How, how did you feel about the context of soldier boy? Fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I remember I was like, I was like, so I'm like soldier boys in this. Like how, yeah, and how then, does that work? <laughs> and, and then they give him the context. I was like, Oh yeah, that's funny. And his dialogue's fucking hilarious. So yeah. good. Uh, what a, what a fucking, oh, such a weird universe. It's so gross. But like, yeah, I know, right? it's so gross. Well, it's like, oh, this is great at the same time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, great show. There was also Ahsoka. Uh, it, it, it took a, it took a, it took a bit to find its footing, but it got there eventually. And you know, obviously, we got you know Anakin in there. So good, and it was uh, he was so good. I loved it so much. Uh, and then towards the end, it, it got it got very good towards the end there and left a room to continue. I don't know if that's going to be in a, a season two or uh, Dave Filoni's heir to the Empire film. But regardless, uh, very exciting. I think the rumor is, is that it's going to have a season two. Uh, but, you know, it's very, very exciting, that show. Um, and there was The Last of Us, which I kind of forgot came out this year. <laughs> I thought it came yeah. out last year. It's been so long. Uh but yeah, well, obviously it's pretty, it's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Like B for B adaptation. Yeah. Phenomenal um, adaptation. Easily the best video game adaptation we've ever gotten. Period. Um, the, the fallout show is coming out pretty soon though. And that seems like it's gonna, in the vein of the last of us, it's actually getting the tone correct. And you know, whether it's good or not is one thing, but you know, at, at, at least it looks as it should, <laughs> but yeah, the last of us, brilliant brilliant show and it, it did some stuff differently and expanded on on certain things that i thought i really really appreciated yeah just a brilliant brilliant series uh phenomenal performances bella ramsey fucking killed it so did pedro pascal just incredible then uh there was uh only murders in the building season three which i that i watched that was really great uh it's a show on hulu you know murder mystery you got steve martin uh martin short and selena gomez it's one of the more consistent shows and it, and it always blows my mind how consistent it manages to be because we're a murder mystery that's meant to take place in like one building. It's like, how the fuck does this even work? But it does. Um, then there was Mandalorian season three. You know, a lot of people fucking hate it, but I enjoyed it. It was one of those things where after Obi-Wan, I was like, I'm not touching the internet. <laughs> I'm not, yeah. I'm not looking at anything. And I'm really glad I did. Cause I really enjoyed Mando season three. I do think it was probably the weakest season out of the three, but the, the way people hate on that season is beyond me. Um, then there was a uh, Fiona and cake, the adventure time spinoff incredible. It was just renewed for a season two. I'm so fucking happy about it. Cause it was, it was really, really great. And I'm so happy we get to see more of that. Uh, then there was my adventures with Superman. Yes, sir. It was okay. No, I'm yeah. kidding. It was peak peak Superman. Uh, super happy. We're getting, you know, actual good Superman content. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, and then there was, for me, at least, Welcome to Wrexham Season 2. Really great. I think I talked about that a few weeks ago, so I won't go too in-depth. But just phenomenal stuff. Did you watch any other TV shows, or did I cover... Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I wanted to say about, like, Superman and Lois Season 3. That was really good. Did that come out this year? It did come out this year. It did? I knew yes. I'd miss one. I knew it. Mar- I was going through March, shows. Yeah. March 14th to July 27th. And June 27th is when Superman, Superman and Lois Season 3 came out. That is, like, probably the best, like, season of of that show until Season 4 comes out. But Absolutely. Dude, it's, so, it's so good. I really loved... Um, I, I really what was the what was the um oh yeah 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 fucking I, I love the addition of, of Bruno Bruno Bruno's so good um and then you know, his, his whole his whole gang um I just loved how they were doing the I I didn't the, the whole Bizarro thing I didn't uh dude how they turned Bizarro yeah dude fucking that was so fucking good oh my god and and then i just ah the the finale dude i was like i love the dialogue of like what are they like um what have they done to you oh dude it hit me so bad and just how they're fighting across like you know the fighting on the moon and it's sound garden playing oh dude that was so good uh they they managed to do the characters so well in Superman and Lois. The only problem I have about that season is the whole Jordan and Sarah thing. Um, I don't like that at all. <laughs> Their whole relationship is pretty bad. Yeah. They need to stay away from each other, for sure. Other than that, it's peak. Um, for me... The other TV shows that I watched, uh, I watched Goosebumps. I think it's pretty good. Oh, you watched in my that? Opinion. Yeah, I watched it. Oh. I finished it. Yeah, it's how good. Was it? I think it's good. I know a lot of people were really, they were, I mean, they were kind of like upset how like it's, it was not um, kind of like, a, it's not an anthology like how it was in um, the older series. And they weren't a fan of how the story is because it's like, so from the complaint I heard is that it reminds them of Riverdale. They're not a fan of like the whole teenage type of storyline. For me, I can see where they're coming from, but I haven't seen Riverdale, so I'm not like too. Oh, it didn't bother me that much. Um, I still am under the belief that you know these people who are like 25 should not be playing high school people should not be playing people in high school. Mm-hmm. I'm always gonna have a thing about that. But other than that, I think the the general cast is pretty solid. Um, you know, and also it has Justin Long. I really love Justin Long. The goat, in like anything. Yes, he is a goat. He 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 does so well, and I'm glad that he's he's actually given a chance to like show off, like you know, his performance. Other than like you know, just him showing off some great stuff and then getting killed. Um, he actually does something pretty well in this series. I, I love how you know each person is involved, like with with certain ar- artifacts. Like you know, like basically, you know, you have the cu- the cuckoo cock of doom, the haunted mask, uh, goat eat worms. I love how they're incorporating the series, which eat the the book, 
and the circumstances to, to different characters. <clears throat> um, and I love how there is just like an overall like story to this. There is a thing that I don't like in um they they do a thing where I don't like is the um the it's kind of I call it the sorry for not believing you trope. Oh yeah, I I fucking hate that shit. They and they do this shit to like times like ten in this in this show. But other than that, I think it's I think it's good. I'm excited for to see what they do with season two. Um. But yeah, and the other show that I watched is The Bear, season two. Oh yeah, fuck, so good. I've, I've, I'm not gonna go into too much about it, but I, I love The Bear so much. They managed to take that level of anxiety, te- like stress and tension, and even like with a side of hopefulness to a like they they switch it up. In in the second season, and there there is a there is one show one episode where it's just like cameo city, like like literally. Oh yeah, and, I heard about that. But it's also like one of the best episodes in the show, and like so for me, this is a little bit of a like a little backstory of me. I like whenever. I'm like tense or like anxious. I bite my fingernails. I can't tell you like how I was biting my fingernails watching that episode because of just how tense it was. But even then, like, see, I'm glad that got renewed for season three. And but how season two ends off, it's like really like kind of like you're like left without any hope, kind type of thing. But yeah, yeah the bear season two is so good. It's amazing. And that's so, all the shows. That's yeah, all the shows for me. That's yeah. all the shows. So, uh, what you watch this week? I watched the original Black Christmas from 1974. Um, I think it's good. I mean, it's okay. It's it's an okay movie. I think it's pretty like it's a little slow. It's a little kind of boring. But it but I understand like the significance of the story. Like it's kind of like you know if you want to have like this sort of. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a reach, in my opinion, but like some people would say it's a reach. It kind of, it's kind of like this, like uh, underlying thing of like misogyny. You know, this like deranged killer is, is killing all these women. Um, you don't really see the killer, which is really cool, and he also like is really like it's really eerie and haunting on how like he like of, of like what he does to his victims. Um, like I said, it's, it's really boring and it's like really slow, but I understand the legacy it it has. Um, if you don't know the legacy of Black Christmas, uh, pretty much, you know, it has like throughout the film, there's like these, these like POV walkthroughs of like you know the, the killer and you know as he's killing his victims and stuff like that, and um, and so pretty much John Carpenter while we went up to the director, Bob Clark, and was like, hey, I have an idea for a sequel. And that sequel was Halloween. And, of course, you know, Bob Clark wasn't really interested in, like, presenting a sequel. So That's crazy. But John Carpenter made Halloween, and that was really the inspiration for Black Christmas, from Black Christmas. So a little tidbit for that. Um, I also watched, let me go back to my handy-dandy letterbox. 500 Days of Summer. 
I will before that. Yeah, Godzilla minus one, obviously. Yeah, five hundred days of summer. It is great. That's a great movie. And I hate her knobby know, knees. Yeah, I hate her knobby knees. Um, it's also so basically how I got to watch five hundred days of summer is that right now I am writing a script, and um, it's kind of it's uh, kind of like this um like comedy adventure type of thing. Um, I wanted it to be like a romance thing, but the person I was talking to in this discourse server mentioned 500 Days of Summer and how like you could, you know, take elements from that story. And it's one of the things to where, you know, there are two sides. There were two sides to this story. I, I think the scene that like hit me the most was the expectations versus reality scene. Basically, in 500 Days of Summer, um, it's about this guy who's really like in love with this girl and... Um, you know, she breaks up with him one day and he's like really, really depressed about it. And it's kind of like, in, it shows like in this like nonlinear fashion on how like, you know, how the, the relationship was and how depressed he is afterwards. And, you know, there is a thing to where the protagonist is someone that they, they're trying to make it, they're trying to make you sympathize with the protagonist, but like he is like, this like self-proclaimed nice guy and, yeah i heard about that <laughs> he kind of sucks yeah he like yeah it kind of reminds me of like um you know the the parallels where i was being discussed like i was being explained by this characters like scott pilgrim where like mm. he's a protagonist but he's really like a piece of shit um and then also like there is a perspective of like oh like well yeah you know like Zo- zoe deschanel's character is She's just like a a woman who doesn't is not obligated to like this person back. But you she's know, she's a new girl. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, actually, you're not wrong because in the in the story, she moves in from a town, so yeah, she is like the new girl. Um, so yeah, Five Days Summer is really good, and like it's funny because like you know, you wonder why. Mark Webb has such great chemistry, you know, with like, you know, he develops like characters with such great chemistry. And, um, did you watch Spider-Man that movie films. and go, ah, yes, this is the guy that should direct Spider Man? Yeah. It's like, it's like, I understand, you know, like how it's 100% because he has Webb in his name. Right. Webb. That's Sony's, that's Sony's logic. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's like when you watch the Amazing Spider Man films, you know, you understand, like, the chemistry, like, oh, yeah, well, why did they have such a good chemistry? Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and then you watch for 500 Days of Summer, and I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. But, yeah. I hate her 1960s haircut. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's a good movie, and then it's like, I, but the ending is so funny. That's all I watched. I watched uh, the Lonely Island film Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping. It's good stuff. I've never uh, I've never seen a Lonely Island film before, and so this is my first one. I've heard it's good, and uh, it's one of those movies where I always see like clips of it go like mm-hmm. viral on TikTok. I'm like, all right, I'm just, I'm gonna watch this movie, and then uh, watch some Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Andy Samberg's obviously doing his thing as Andy Samberg. There's a lot of uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> alums uh occasionally in there um yeah it was just it was just really solid it was really funny and uh 
part of me, I don't, I don't know if I wanted to either like it more or I expected more songs. Uh, not that that's not, not even necessarily like a fault of the movie. It's just what I was, was expecting and it didn't happen. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was really simple, you know, uh, but it was just, it was just really well done. And uh, the, I don't really have a, a ton to say about it other than that it was a it was a solid fun time. If you're a Lonely Island fan or Andy Samberg fan, even it's just good shit. It's good shit from them. They make good stuff. I don't know if you knew that. They make good stuff. Lonely Island's a they're a good group. I haven't heard of them. Oh, fair enough. Is that the show? That is the show. <laughs> Well, thank you for uh, listening to the Avengers Podcast. If you want to follow us, we're at Avengers on Twitter. That's A-V-E-N-G-E nerds. All one word. If you want to follow either one of us, you can reach me at itzeneth underscore on Twitter. Where can they reach you? At Touring Guy on Instagram. Awesome. Well, uh, we also have a Discord if you'd like to join the conversation there. Those will be linked in the show notes. You can also check out our link tree for any additional links you may be interested in. You can also review the show in-app on Apple Podcasts. If you could leave five stars in a review, it would really help us out. Thanks again for listening to Avengers Podcast. We'll see you in the new year after Crema. <laughs> Later. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs>